2: That's half off, baby.
1: Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels.
0: (laughs) If I were you, show, show, show at gmail.com. Yeah, if I were you, yeah, to tell the truth If I were either one of you two dirty Jews, I'd grab a noose Find a Starbucks, a sort of tall, groaning venti Smooth to fall off, I'll fall off like your careers did When they got fired from a siege, quote-unquote quit Yeah, that's right, time to advise a bitch kick from a raven's nest, quote-unquote witch Here's one for the pig. Yeah, so yeah, my fingers will never linger as long as there's a woman out there with similar features as my mama It's on the podcast, tryna fuck me finally in long Yo, you do man, you give me a hand, man You give me a hand, man I didn't ask my on the hunger fan man. Where the trench prostitute go? Out, though for real though, I'm the Game Boy. But it's you who's getting played. A keyword search for a mere pointy a roach face. Oh shit, there's only one result. I'm the Game Boy, and it reads fucking sellout. Getting nature box crumbs on his on D's. Getting iTunes ready, feeling head gum teas. for so the first to charge to read podcast feed free. With its quality decrease, we'll be charged a disease Let's just search, dude. Yeah. We should do some arts and crafts, huh? We're going through failed comedians, make a podcast. Oh. People need advice. They can just ask, and we can use the half a question too. what my fucking ass. <laughs> Yo, i given more advice in a one minute diss track that these two guys have given to the whole podcast career. Time to catch up. It's if I were you. Whoa.
2: Uh-huh. Was that nasty to us? <laughs> is it? Is it still a diss track if I liked it? <laughs> is it still a diss track if he raps so fast I can't understand it? <laughs> yeah, I bet that's the problem with Eminem. If he's like dissing people and he's going so fast, it's like, whoa, slow down. You're too good. <laughs> yeah, you don't understand. I just said something really, really mean and clever. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't catch it. I heard it you rhyme by. something with my name, but that's pretty <laughs> neat, Em. <laughs> Damn, Marshall. I didn't know you do me. Why does this guy have such post nasal drip? I have a pretty bad cold, Marshall. God damn, Emma You really fucking railed into me. Oh, <laughs> shit, man. What? what do you have against me? I'm just a freaking accountant. <laughs> But fuck, I appreciate it. I'm just a sick accountant, <laughs> man. Game respects game, man. You're the goat. I love you, Marshall. No, a surfer. <laughs> uh, if you want to plug something for me, you can check out my slightly inactive sketch comedy YouTube channel, F Plus Cinema. There you have it. Boom. It's funny. F Plus. Can yeah. you get an F Plus? You never heard about an F Plus or a, a no, D Plus? Well, you hear I've I've gotten D Plus. What's a D Plus? Like a high 68. D. <laughs> like a 68 percent yeah you bitch <laughs> how are you mad because <laughs> that was a lot of my grades there d, d plus. plus Could you get a d minus yeah 62 <laughs> at that point just give me an f a d minus well That's no because that d is m- still a passing grade you could still at my school c minus and above was passing d was not really yeah no, d definitely. was like f's ugly cousin well, I think in my school, if you got enough D's, it wasn't passing, but you could get you could skate by with a D or two. You know what happened once in my high school? And let me know if this ever happened to you. There was this huge biology project. Like we had to do this seventy-page report, and it took all semester. It's just a lot of research, a lot of this, a lot of that, charts, graphs, everything. At the end of the semester, you hand in the seventy-page report. My friend procrastinated so much that he straight up didn't do it. That's insane. <laughs> Did you ever procrastinate so much and just not do something? Uh, no, not of that magnitude. Yeah. I wonder, He must have he got an F. He must have at least gotten a D minus. Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing the opposite of, like, no homework, but I did the big paper, and that, like, evened it out. Oh, like, I, I, I know this the- is worth 70% of my grades, so I won't do anything else. Yeah, I think I always got the big assignments done. It was the tiny little ones along the way. That's beautiful. Sure. Um, all right, well... Thank you to uh, Jordan Holmes is who it is. Jordan Holmes Gracias, wrote brother. that diss track. Uh, he's in Vancouver, so maybe we'll go visit him soon as yeah, part we'll of our crisscross Canada trip. Yeah, uh, this is if I were you, the only advice podcast on the interweb, hosted by me and me. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Uh, this is a Labor Day episode, a Labor of Love Day episode. Very nice. Monday, September fourth, twenty seventeen. Uh, what are your Labor Day plans? Um, I'm going to go to Santa Barbara. Boring. Fuck you. I'm going to Tijuana. Th- Me too. <laughs> <You know. laughs> or I'm going to friggin' Shanghai. I was kidding. How's that for boring? <laughs> you piece of shit. Santa Barbara was fine. It was nice. Uh, that's a really cool place to be. Really? I was just <laughs> Yeah, I was just joking about it. Because I, I could also go to Tokyo. <laughs> no, you don't have to do anything. I was even that. maybe going to go to Mumbai. <laughs> if that piques your interest. Uh, it's Saturday. Is that one interesting? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all interesting. I it just, it's How little... about Nova freaking Scotia? <laughs> that one's a little less so. Really? <laughs> Damn, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know about like where I grew up and shit? <laughs> the private school shit was on point. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a Kleenex bed, by the way? Yeah, that was fucking sick, dude. <laughs> I need a fucking Sudafed, bro. <laughs> how do you know I went to private school? <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, a CEO's son, and, like, the CEO paid Eminem $11 million to write a diss right, track. To ra- well, he just paid him to write the track, and then Eminem was, like, such a shady dick. Oh, that's that he's good. Like, he just wrote a diss track. He's like, give me the $11 million. Yeah, I tore your son a new one. Did you ever see The Defiant Ones on HBO, the four-part documentary on Jimmy no, Iovine I'm still, and Dr. Dre? I'm still trying to get through uh, the season of Ballers. Mm. So Yeah, I, I would stop Ballers and start really The Defiant Well, I am ones. caught up now, so. Yeah, but it's one. It's great, and two, there's a lot of stuff about Eminem's first time meeting Dr. Dre and like video of them. Like wow. Dr. Dre is like, "Hey, uh, Marshall, see if you can rap over this," and I was like, "Da na, dan and then it's Eminem just being like, "Hi, my name is," like basically coming up with it on the spot. That's crazy. Yeah, and that was like his first huge hit, and it was basically him like hearing it for the first time and freestyling. That's, That's why it like doesn't really like make a lot of sense. Wow. Do you like Sheap. violence? He pre-styled that? Yeah. That's insane. (laughs) Uh, All right. So these are questions that you found, correct? Me, if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, Questions. These are Jake-approved questions that I've never heard before. Wow. wow. (gasps) So here we go. Uh, Let's call this first guy um, Dre. There is a celebrity that I would like to talk to and befriend. They currently don't have the username they want on Instagram. I talk to the dude who owns it, and they want $3,000 for it. I can make the money shooting weddings as a photographer. How do you book your first wedding as a photographer? I, <laughs> the idea being I get the username, DM them, and then we talk, because they would never answer me otherwise. Is this an okay thing to do? Celebs are just people. Love, Dre. Do you understand what he's thinking? So he wants to, there's a celebrity, let's call her like Natasha Bedingfield. Wow. And he's like, oh, that girl doesn't own her name on Instagram. Right. She wants it. She is expressed to somebody. Like, I wish I had Natasha Bedingfield instead of Natasha Bedingfield 1. Right. So then this guy DMs Natasha Bedingfield on Instagram and it's some dude who wants $3,000 for it. Yeah. So he thinks he can make that money shooting weddings as a Mm -hmm. photographer. So he's a photographer. He's like, I'll shoot a couple weddings. I'll get the three K. Right. I'll buy the Instagram name from this dude, and I'll gift it to the celebrity. Yeah, who will have to at the very least thank me for it, and ideally maybe befriend me or take me out to dinner. Right. Um, the question is, how do you book your first wedding as a photographer? Well, I think a larger question is, sh- do you feel like this is a is an a- is an actual way in? Hmm. Yeah, I think it would work. You think they would become friends? <laughs> mm Hmm. I think it would, at it would, the very least, the celebrity would talk to you. It what would if, owe you something. What if they're getting so many DMs? <laughs> um, yeah, the hard part would be reaching that person to begin with. But if you can actually convince them that you now own, uh, maybe, maybe if they get the, the username and then DM them from that username, like, hey, it's me. I'm at Natasha Benningfield. Right. I'll fucking give you the name. Just, Name a price. For a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think that's, like, the, you're not, I don't think you're, you're going to be friends with the celebrity. Uh, yeah, but don't you think the celebrity will at the very least talk to, he said he would like to talk to you and be friend. I think this would get him to talk to you. Right. Maybe talk to. Yeah. But Depending no, on so the size of the celebrity. Like, right. maybe Natasha Benningfield, whose name I know, but I don't know who she is. Right, I guess that's possible. It yeah. probably depends on the size. But if it's like a Taylor Swift, you're not reaching T Swift. Yeah, she has a she has a team that's going to pay the three k. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's true, the celebrity won't even pay three thousand dollars for their name. I, w- I definitely am very curious to know who the celeb is. We'll find out. Um, have you started looking into wedding photographers? Do you understand how this whole world works? Or are you not there yet? Uh, I vaguely. You're you. You first. You have to get the venue. Yeah. As far as I know, wedding planning is about the big things first, and then you get smaller and smaller and smaller. Right. Because right now you have the whole entire world, or in my case, the Northeast. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, and then once you have the location, everything else falls into place. Because the date. You're not gonna, yeah, the date because people they have certain dates available. Then yeah. you got the date and the location. Oh. And then you find out oh these vendors work at this location or these people are close to New York so you can work with those then you start choosing the vendor then you start choosing the food then you start choosing the hashtag then you start choosing the hats (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you start choosing the milk and cookies they give out at 1 a.m. And everyone says, these are pretty cute, man. Where'd you fucking get that almond milk, dude? I'm doing like <laughs> friggin' friggin'. Em, dude, you've got to try these fucking Snickerdoodles, dude. <laughs> I swear, Marshall, you're going to fucking go ham on these. No way, Marshall. <laughs> Have you ever had a crumpet before, dude? I went to England last week with my dad. Whoa, Marshall, you bumped into me, man. You're fucking macing me, dude. <laughs> Dude, Eminem, you should get little fucking Eminems with your name on it. I have an idea, man. <laughs> Do you still live in Detroit? <laughs> does he? You think he does? Check this one out. Because I'm just Marshall Bathurst. <laughs> just a regular guy. Does not give a fuck about me. <laughs> Like I he, could do backup, Slim. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a fucking stand to you. <laughs> um, so you don't know how much wedding photographers go for or how they get started? Uh, we, no, we got, we're getting different quotes. So far it's like maybe 2,000 to 8,000 or something like that. Yeah, but it, it, I bet it's about starting small. You do stuff for free, then you get a portfolio, yeah, yeah, you then gotta you gotta start charging more, products. and then you start charging more and more depending on how good you are. It's funny, he's like... I need advice on talking to this celebrity, but, like, he also wants advice on starting a small business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and, like, I don't think that it's nef- necessarily going to pan out like you befriending a celeb, but maybe you could be a successful wedding photographer, and yeah. that'd be fine. 3K a wedding. That's a pretty solid weekly gig. If you Is the get the celeb it. married? Maybe you could shoot their wedding someday. Holy shit. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's call this guy... Um, Eminem, Marshall. Marshall writes, I've been dating my girlfriend for eight months. Our relationship has been amazing. And it goes without saying that she is an absolute smoke show. However, there is one thing. My girlfriend has an IUD, which for those of you who don't know, is a form of birth control that is over 99.9% effective. Because of this, my girlfriend lets me go to town raw. However, she still makes me pull out, despite the fact that there's no difference in the chance of her getting pregnant if I were to just bust inside her. The few times she let me, she freaks out and is convinced she is pregnant even after getting her period numerous times, which doesn't make sense at all. My question is, how do I convince my girlfriend to let me shower the inside of her ham wallet more often? Alternatively, am I being too casual about this whole thing? Really wouldn't want to have to shell out the dough for an abortion. Thanks, Marshall. Thoughts? Um, I was on the guy's side until he said, shower the inside of her ham wallet more often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he made it so I couldn't root for him anymore. Yeah. Really? There was a po- more polite way to write this question that would make me a little bit more sympathetic. Right. But it seems like he's just... A crass dude who doesn't deserve to shower the inside of any ham wallet for now. I think he made an off-color joke at the end, but he lost me before that. Mm. I feel like I understand the desire to ejaculate in someone Mm -hmm. because nothing in the world feels better than that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's 100% her call. Yeah, but why do you think she has the IUD to begin with? Because she's like extra layer of protection. about pregnancy, so she's like, we need that ninety nine point nine percent, and then also in addition to that, yeah, maybe a condom, maybe a pull out, maybe a whatever. I guess like IUD combined with pulling out, as long as he pulls out accurately, is more effective, right? You're a math person. If it's ninety nine point nine percent effective in an IUD and ninety eight percent effective when you pull out. Right, then it's like even it's like one in a thousand times two in a thousand, which is like two in a hundred thousand. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think you can convince someone to shower the inside of her ham wallet more. Especially often. not like that. Um, alternatively, am I being too casual about this whole thing? Is he being cash or is he being business casual about it? I feel like he's wearing jeans instead of docker's for sure. Oh, so he's a little bit too casual about this one, but at thing. the same time, some, some people are casual about this kind of thing. Um, you're are, have you ever been have you been casual about it? Uh I try to stay safe, but I haven't had too many um or I haven't had any like legit pregnancy scares, right? Like no missed periods. I've had several mm-hmm and i'm casual. As well. <laughs> and I can't be more casual. I'm wearing um board shorts and a tank top. I often am. I'm so casual. Yeah. I think at this point your girlfriend probably knows what you what your deepest desires are. Yeah. But I think you cannot like continually ask and plead and beg and yeah. manipulate to get there. You just you just kind of have to like You've expressed what you wanted. Like I like having sex with you, no matter what. Yeah, it feels best for me when I come inside you. And I did all this research <laughs> about IUDs, and it doesn't seem yeah. like it's that scary. Maybe I mean I haven't done a lot of research on them, so I mean the the, the show difference. Show her what is, you find, but then also just you have to be like she's the judge, jury, and executioner here. Yeah, it's like the risk on her end is becoming pregnant, which is all on her. She's carrying a baby. And then the difference on your end is whether you get to nut inside her ham wallet or come somewhere else. Yeah, buy yourself a fleshlight. That's cheaper than an abortion. He also said, I'm not going to, like, I don't want to really pay for an abortion. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So, if you're not willing to deal with any of the, (laughs) any of, like, the bad outcomes, you shouldn't really enjoy the good. Yeah, he wants all the reward and none of the risk. Fair. You don't get that, unfortunately. Not in life. Not not in relationships. Not in Trump's America. Hoorah. All right, this one's from a lady. We'll call her Stevie Nicks, who's also part of the documentary, The Defiant Ones. Why? Uh, because Jimmy Iovine worked with everybody, including Stevie Nicks. Neat. Uh, she writes, I'm a young lady residing in her early 20s. I've been dating this guy who I have now been official with for a couple months. He's a bit older than me, seven years to be exact, and he is definitely more seasoned in the bedroom than myself in particular areas. Huh? <gasps> He's previously mentioned to me that he's been experimental with butt plugs in the past and he's even shown me some of his collection. This is in my first rodeo as one of my ex-boyfriends had come out to me previously. However, I'm now up in the air if my current partner is expressing that he wants me to get brown and down in the bedroom or if he's just showing off his trophies since he had mentioned it uh, had been a while since he stuck one up there although i've never done anything like this before i'm pretty open to tickling his tootsie what do you think should i catch him off guard in the bedroom perhaps an element of surprise is what i need to shake things up jesus thanks again <laughs> I <laughs> Come to Toronto. Another Canadian listener wants to be part of the Criss Cross Candidate Tour. You definitely don't surprise someone with a butt plug, right? Uh, oh, no. I think she wants to surprise him with a uh, tickling his tootsie. Yeah. I don't know if you, like, surprise anybody by t- just going right for the asshole. Yeah, but do you think she should have a talk about it, or does that make it less sexy? Um... I think there's probably a sexy way to talk about it while you're down there, you know, breathlessly being like, do you want to get one of your butt plugs? Yeah. Again, this is another butt plug question, and I'm always a little confused about the primary uh, reasoning for a butt plug. Is it a sex toy? Is it a, a, a in-between-sex thing? Is it a self-pleasure thing? Uh, yeah. Regardless of what it is, I feel like if you – Show someone a butt plug collection. Yeah. A collection. He's, yeah. That's, she, that's, she said he showed me his collection of yeah. butt plugs. <laughs> and she thinks he's passively into butt plugs. Yeah. That was him dipping his toe. Yeah. <laughs> zero, like, zero butt plugs is being passively into them. One yeah. is being really into them. And the collection means you're in the in the top one percent. Yeah, he loves butt plugs. That's what right. I wanted to tell this person. Um, so what do you think? Should I catch him off guard? I guess he probably won't be caught off guard because he is anxiously awaiting something going in his ass. <laughs> uh, one of his or one of her own. Uh, he probably he probably has a favorite. Mm. So when she's like, so when she sticks something up there, he'll he won't be like, ooh, what was that? He's like, finally, <laughs> it is time. <laughs> uh, Shower me in anus plugs. Do you have you ever seen a butt plug IRL in the wild? I don't know if I've ever seen. No, I don't think I have. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I've seen one in like a store. Of course, I've seen one as—I've never seen one as not a joke. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, should I catch him off guard? I don't know. There's a lot of questions on my end that I'd be afraid to go for it. But maybe he's into that. Maybe she should catch him off guard. How about da? Perhaps I, an element of surprise. I mean, yeah, you could you could explore butt stuff without like needing to have a conversation and go straight to the plug. Like oh, that's while you're, true. While you're hooking up, you can just like tickle his butt with your finger. That's what she means by tickle his whatever she... Hoo-ha? Tickling his tootsie. Tickling his tootsie, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Maybe she can dip her toes in. Literally. Yeah. So what she does is get her little pinky toe Jesus. up towards her hand and then... Dips the pinky toe in his ass? That's right. In what position <laughs> is he? He is a downward dog. He's downward dogging. Yeah, so his elbows and wrists are on the on the bed, and so are his knees and toes. Oh, so that's child's pose. He, okay, so he's in a child's pose, and she's um, standing above him. Yeah, standing above or sitting down next to him, and then she's lifting up her leg, oh, and I then see. sort of trying to separate the rest of her toes from the pinky. Yeah, because so the pinky is like the smallest little nubbin. I was wonder why she needs to do the pinky toe and not just the pinky finger. Oh, and then just go one knuckle deep? Yeah. I think because the pinky toe... Do they t- make a butt, pug, a butt plug the size of a Tic Tac? <laughs> a suppository of sorts? Yeah, I think you're just supposed to use Tic Tacs. That's cool. Yeah, an anal Tic Tac. That's nice. Yeah. I really think she should dip her pinky toe in his asshole. I know that's what you think. <laughs> And I'll tell you why, because the nail is less involved in the toe. Really? Yeah, you got a pinky nail, right? And that sort of goes all the way up to the end of the the rounded flesh bulb at the top of your pinky. Right. But you got a pinky toe. It's it's like a little seal where it's, it seems like more of it's a more tadpole. T- more toe. Yeah, and then Rather you got a my, little sliver of a nail on the toe. My pinky toe is like, it's kind of calloused triangular. Yeah. Like, your, what are your toes like? Let me see your toe, man. No, I don't want to. I don't need to show Let you Let me my see toe. your toe. I don't want to show Can you. Can I see your nipple? All right, here's my toes. Wow. <laughs> what? <There's laughs> the way, pinky's the longest one. So there's, on your right foot, there's way too many. Yeah. And on your left seven, foot, there's way too few. i I'm counting three toes on, yeah, three toes on the left yeah. and right foot has nine. Yeah. So I have 12 total, which is in the acceptable range. It's yeah, just not distributed evenly. Man, oh no! The toe goes up. There's another mm-hmm. toe on your ankle, and then one on your knee. Yeah, so, right. yeah. That's why my nickname in high school was Tony. <laughs> very, very good, Tony. <laughs> toe, common knee. Uh, all right, let's ta- <laughs> Let's take a break. Right now. Thank you for your sponsors. And we'll be back with more Tony after this. Marshall, dude, you fucking rule, bad. <laughs> Big ups. And we're back. Heyo. We got a few smaller questions about Hurricane Harvey, which reminded us to talk about Hurricane Harvey relief. Yes. Uh, how are you relieving Hurricane wow. Harvey victims? Yeah, I heard uh, Red Cross is the way to do it. Really? Because I hear... Lots of different things. It's like, no, don't do Red Cross. Do like smaller shelters that will, you know, give the money more directly. And then I some people are like, too. no, actually give to Red Cross because Red Cross is there and giving relief. Right. Um, Even though Red Cross did some shady stuff before, they are still the best at the triage <laughs> that is needed immediately. They have the best infrastructure. Right. And then which one is if you text, it goes to them. So they have like a an easier way to donate. Yeah. Text I mean, just Google and Cross. find out the right one for you. Yeah, it's 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 hard with charity, but the important thing is that we all give something. It's funny that like people ch- is this a thing that people talk about? But like charity shaming. Oh, like oh, you gave to that charity, right? Like I did something. You fuck. Yeah. <laughs> why, why am I in trouble for that? You really should be googling the local the local charities. Yeah, New York Times has a whole article. There's local organizations, the Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund being the easiest one to memorize. Oh, and then the American Red Cross is accepting donations. If you text Harvey to nine zero nine nine nine, that donates ten dollars, and I think it's from your phone plan. So it's you know, there's a chance that you're not even having to pay for that. Yeah, that's dude. like forcing your parents, that's mommy and daddy. That's mommy and daddy cash. Yeah. So why was this bill Let them a little pay high? For Harvey. Yeah, but they they can't get mad at you because you're just donating money to a very important cause, cha-ching, which is cha-ching, cha-ching. Hurricane Harvey relief. Crazy that it's still raining there. Well, at the time of recording. Usually these hurricanes come and go. It's still raining? Yeah, it's still raining in Houston. Jesus Christ. Uh so yeah. Donate if you can. Have you found a place for your wedding? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Top of the Empire State Building. Holy on the fucking shit. needle. That's impossible, right? I don't know. <laughs> How would you get that many people on the needle? Dude. Anything for a dime, that's what they say. No, they don't. But what does that mean if they did say that? Anything you have the for cash, they can make it happen. Got it. <laughs> you think if I had unlimited funds, I couldn't get married on the Empire State Building needle? Yeah, I think not. I think for, you couldn't get it. a trillion dollars, <laughs> they couldn't make that happen? What would they do? How would they put the people on the needle? It seems like it's more of a physical possibility. It would possibility. be just, just, just me and my fiancé. <laughs> but um, standing i standing mean, on one needle? Yeah, we'd crawl. We'd like climb up. I don't know how wide it is but you you know you clip in you they make they rig something they yeah. rig uh some sort of uh what is it called a like scaffolding or something yeah. or a ladder uh-huh. we get up there there's a tiny little platform but we're clipped in with carabiners and uh ropes so uh-huh. it's nice and safe <laughs> and then uh our wedding party is down on the platform below it's not going to happen <laughs> you're not going to I'm go. just saying for unlimited money it could <laughs> <laughs> all right. If uh, I had a billion fucking dollars, you think they would let me do it? All right, let's get back to the questions. No, <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> no let's not get questions. back. This is the most important question. The question. Yeah.
2: Uh, all right. My friend's car got booted. Do you know this, this one? This is a question you're gonna like. Hmm. All right. Let's this call. Is about cash. Let's call this guy Bruce, as in Bruce Springsteen, who also worked with Jimmy Iovine in the and you can hear all about it in the defined Ones. Last night I was out to dinner, writes Bruce, with a couple of friends. We split the bill at dinner based on what we had eaten. Later we were driving around, and my, two, and my friend who was driving in the car decided he wanted to go get cookies from Insomnia Cookies. Uh, we drove to an area of town that I was unfamiliar with, and after briefly looking at street parking, we saw we saw a parking deck that was attached to a grocery store, and it was free. He said he had parked there before, and we would be fine, so we walked out. Got our cookies. And when we got back to his car, uh, when we got back, his car had been booted because the parking was only for the grocery store. And there was a small sign that said people who left the area would be booted. The booting fee is $75, which my friend, the driver, paid all of. Should the rest of us offer to have split the fee with him? He was the one driving and the one who made the decision to park there. And he was the only one of us with a job and income. The rest of us are students. We all equally could have noticed the booting warning, but he was ultimately the one who decided to park there. Does the fact that he's the only one with an income matter at all? Thanks for your help. (gasps) Much love, Bruce. What do you think is the right thing to do there? Uh, uh, It seems like everything is leaning towards this guy paying it all. I can't believe... A car was booted so quickly. Yeah, usually like late night, you can I mean, get away like with like an ticket. hour of leeway or like some yeah I some warning. A boot come on a car <laughs> is that quickly? That's crazy. They have to that that happens so fast. I think boots take like you know some time to install. A Boot. It definitely seems more effective than a ticket because people just wouldn't pay a ticket, right? Yeah, but a boot is also like kind of fucked up because it's the opposite of like oh you parked here. Now you, ha- now you can't leave. Yeah. It's like a weird thing. No vindictive- parking here. Well,
0: you're- I'll go. but
2: <laughs> well, you put a fucking boot on my car. That's right. Now you can't leave the parking spot. It's kind of like, I caught you smoking cigarettes. Now you got to smoke a box. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. That- four different boots on your car. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to park here, now you're here forever. Joke's on you. Uh, so there's a booting fee, which is $75 to take the boot off your car. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I think this guy was responsible for... Not only was his decision to go to Insomnia, it was also his decision to park there. It was also he has more money than everyone else. So I think it's okay that they didn't, they didn't uh, try to pay. I guess the alternative is you offer, and then the guy hopefully says no. Yeah, that's what I think. I think they should have offered. But if it was the other way around, where it's like, my friend wants us to pay, I'd be like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, but I mean, I would understand that too... But only a little bit, I guess. I guess the right thing to do is to offer. It's funny. I mean, seventy-five dollars is, in the grand scheme of things, not a lot of money. And people and like people have people will like lose friends over this is like, I don't know, twenty bucks each or something like that. Yeah. Well, if you have a job, seventy-five dollars is less than if you're a student and you don't have a job. Even if you're a student, isn't tw- like twenty dollars not that much money? Yeah, but he knows how much they money they did go you to have. Insomnia cookies and out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have some money for cookies, but you don't have some money to help your friend out who got a ticket. Why do you or think? Boot? Why do you think he mentioned the split the bill at dinner based on what we had eaten? I guess to show that everybody in this group is cheap as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they're not willing to split it four ways. are they, they. Figure things out down to the dollar, and then there was a booting fee of seventy five dollars, which my friend, the driver, paid all of. I guess the best part of having a job when I was like after after high school, and I like got a job, it was just not having to like worry about splitting everything down to the cent. Right. It's like, oh, it's okay if we all pay twenty bucks instead of like you pay seventeen fifty and I'll pay twenty three dollars, yeah. and then like. Oh, you get this round of drinks, I'll get the next one and and it'll all even out rather than like, hey, let's each all go buy our own individual drink at this bar. Right. Oy yoy Um all right, so you think they should have offered and then he should have yeah. said no. I th- I think you guys should have offered. But like it is it's interesting if he's not asking, he probably knows he feels bad it was that it was on him. But then he's the person that that drove. I feel like you got to you got to give the driver Leeway, because like, in that situation, anybody could have made that mistake. You know, like if it's he did it, anyone could have done it. And if you were in his position, wouldn't you want everybody to split the uh, split the burden? Yeah. Well, is it? I don't like rules that require you to do one thing and then the other person to say never mind. Like the whole, if you get your food first, you're supposed to say, "Oh, I don't want to eat this food," and then your friend is supposed to say, "Please eat," eat, and then you you eat. Say, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Or you can just eat. and society. Yeah. Uh, so I say it's fine that you didn't offer to pay because he made all the decisions to get there. But if you want to be extra nice and do the 100% nice thing, you know, there's like good guys in the world. He's a good guy. I feel like the he's a good guy guy would have offered. Right. So do you want to be a normal guy or do you want to be a good guy? That's, I guess that's the question. Do you want to be a nobleman? Yeah. Or, or, do or you a shits man. <laughs> I don't think it's shits. I think it's normal. Feynman. Yeah, a Feynman. He's a fine man, but I wouldn't say, oh, he's the nicest guy. Oh, he's all right. Yeah, yeah. I would say he's all right. Mm-hmm. He's not like the kind of guy that actively seeks out, oh, I hear you're moving. Can I help you move? Rather than like waiting for somebody to ask him, for he's help. like the guy that's like, "Oh, can you help me move this weekend?" He's like, "I'm out of town," and you're like, "Well, I can move next weekend too." He's like, "Oh, all right, I guess I'm caught short." Sure. Yeah, that kind of, that <laughs> yeah, <kind of laughs> yeah. So he's not mean, but at the same time, he's not actively trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think you should read the next question because it's a similar tone. <laughs> you don't even know what the next it's a question bit more is. Of a villain, I think I do. <laughs> you sent me like nine. Wow. Which one are you thinking of? Concert one. Oh, okay. Um, a concert cash quandary that's not it really not it <laughs> <laughs> there's a more specific concert one oh this one's concert from a lady credit quandary yeah um, okay oh Gwen Stefani that's not who I was thinking of but wow. he also worked with her cool alright Gwen Stefani writes uh uh, 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 uh uh Hi, I'm a 19-year-old female, and I'm about, uh, about a month ago, my friend asked me to go to a concert with her, but the tickets cost $180. I'm a full-time college student, and I do have a part-time job as an aide in special needs classrooms, but the minimum wage I get is used for rent and groceries. I just can't afford to shell out all that money on one concert ticket, so I said I couldn't go with her. Cut to about two days before the concert, she said she bought two tickets herself and couldn't find anyone to go with, and again asked if I could go. I said I still couldn't pay for it, but but this time she said it was fine not to worry about it. She just wanted someone to go with. So I said yes, and when we went, I did pay for her to fill up her gas tank. I paid for parking, and I paid for her dinner after the show to at least compensate at least some of the money. However, the next day she texted me and asked me to pay for her full... Uh, pay for her in full for the ticket even though she originally told me not to worry about it. I asked her if we could work out a compromise and I could pay for a half because I paid for gas and parking but no, she wants the full 180 I wouldn't have gone with her if I knew I was going to have to pay that amount. I even said no when she originally asked me. Not only do I not have this money at the moment, but even when I do save up enough, I kind of feel like I don't owe it to her. If I didn't go to the concert, her money and extra ticket would have gone to waste. Should I just cave and pay for the ticket? What would you do? Thanks. Love, Gwen Stefani. She's getting extorted. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I want the, I want to follow up pup from this question so bad. I'm I want to so ask. Curious. I want to talk to the girl that paid to be like. So what's your side of the story? This is our other podcast where we should like it would be much more highly produced, but where we get the whole the full scope. Yeah, know? because this this doesn't make sense unless the quote unquote friend is this nefarious enemy woman. Like, there's <laughs> no way you trick someone into but paying like, 180 if you're an actual friend. What what could she possibly say that would make us be like? Oh, shit. You're right. It is more complicated. Yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe she never asked her originally. Maybe, I don't know. It seems like one of this stuff either has to be a lie or the other person has to be just completely bad What's and saying? mean. Uh, $180 concert ticket. That's a Gwen Stefani ticket. <laughs> That's a lot of money. 180 bucks for a concert. Um, yeah, you don't owe her any money. Don't cave and pay for the ticket, at the very least. You're getting extorted. Yeah, I mean it's that's completely insane. Especially I mean, this girl's gonna come out on top if you pay her for the ticket and for the the parking, the gas and dinner. Mhm. Like you don't wanna pay for more of this concert as, as a guest. Say you should um, she should not get one hundred and eighty dollars from her. She, you should donate it to the to Hurricane Harvey relief. Yeah, that's right. Text nine zero nine 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 times. That's right. To, Whatever it was. Yeah, text Harvey to nine zero nine 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 and then eighteen times. Um, it's not even one hundred and eighty dollars for two tickets. It's one hundred and eighty dollars per ticket, unless her friend is extorting her even further. <laughs> ticket was six bucks <laughs> face value. It was a small intimate venue. Uh, all right, let's yeah, see if her friend wanted the, <clears throat> the ticket money, she could have just, like, sold it on StubHub. Yeah, and gone alone. But, alas. Um, all right, last question. Mm-hmm. Worst choice for a best man. Ooh, writes, relevant to me. Right, writes, easy I lived with my best friend from high school for the la- for the first three years of college. We did everything together. Then he started dating my girlfriend's best friend. Perfect, right? Yeah, No. All of a sudden, they stopped talking to either of us, never hung out with anyone else, and even moved out on me in secret. Seriously, I came home from work one night, went to turn the lamp on, and it, as well as all of his stuff, was gone. We stopped talking altogether, and he ended up getting deployed. I learned he got engaged, and halfway through, he came back to the States for a family funeral that he asked me to be a pallbearer for, which I did. We reconnected over the weekend, and he asked me to be his best man, which I reluctantly said yes to, despite the past year. A month ago, I was included in a group text asking if we were still planning to be part of the wedding. Mind you, this is the first I've heard from him since the funeral and first learning the date of the wedding, which was in two weeks. I straight up said in a text that I wasn't going to go. At this point, I have also moved out of state for work. Was this a dick move on my part? Or do I have a good enough argument against going if I ever see him again and it comes up? <laughs> so the timeline is best friend for three years, moves out, spends a year away, invites him to a wedding, doesn't talk to him well, for first a year. first he's invited to a funeral. <laughs> invites him to a funeral. He says, will you be my best man? And then he doesn't hear from this guy for a year. And then two weeks before the wedding is like, oh, are you still down to be my best man? And this guy's like, no, I'm not going to your wedding. I haven't heard anything from you. Yeah. Yeah, I hate the uh, let's make a plan so much in the future and then, like, there's no follow-up for, like, a month and a half and it's like, we still on for tonight? Like, I don't know. What are right. you talking about? I don't remember this plan. He yeah, didn't follow up at all. Did he not get an invitation? He just got, like, an oral invitation. State, maybe he – I wonder – you you should, like, re-examine if any of the uh, miscommunication is on you. Because mm. sometimes that happens, right? Like, people are like, I haven't heard from them in a year. Like, and, and I didn't reach out to them either. <laughs> but, but The problem is this guy, his friend moved in with his l- lover, and then they got secret. married. That's, I think that's such a funny detail. Yeah, that he like, just left in the middle of the night. like cover of night. Yeah, so that hopefully nobody finds out. But then he didn't make any new friends. So, like, his best man idea is the same guy from college because... For the last year, he hasn't met anybody else. It's just his lady. Which is weird because he got deployed. Like, don't you make your best friends at war? Oh, yeah. why do Brothers you ask at one, arms? Yeah, why don't you ask one of your soldier buddies? Uh, but then to go from best man to not going to the wedding, that's a gut punch two weeks <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> so you still want to be the most important part? I mean, what do you say? I think when you say you're going to be the best man, that's like a pretty firm commitment. Yeah, but then he didn't hear anything. Or maybe he did, but he didn't notice at this point, I've also moved out of state. Uh, this is a tough situation. <laughs> Although he already did it. He just wants to know if it was a dick move. Right. It's over. The wedding happened. <laughs> no, this actually, this is a very recent question. So the wedding has not happened yet. Oh, okay. So is it a dick move? I think it's a little bit of a dick move. I th- yeah. If you're, if you're driving distance to this wedding, I think you should go. But what if it's like? If it's an expensive flight, then fuck it. Really? Even though he said he'd be the best man? I mean... If you I, I guess if it if it's really gonna put you out like if you were gonna spend cash that you don't have I don't think you have to do it I straight up said in a text that I wasn't going to go <laughs> it's definitely set like All right, ring bearer, officiant, and best man (laughs) all canceled on our asses, Cheryl. (laughs) We have to elope, babe. We really shouldn't have alienated ourselves in the dead of night. I shouldn't have taken the lamp without talking to fucking Easy ei I've been noticing as I'm, like, forming my wedding, like, uh, our guest list and stuff, um, like, Weddings are either a time for you to reconnect with old friends, like I can reach out to people that I haven't seen in a while and like invite them and it'll be very, very nice and we'll get drinks and dinners like throughout this next year, or I can not invite them and that closes the chapter (laughs) on our friendship forever. Not only that, but you hope to God they don't reach out to you in the next year because then it's really weird. I mean, keeping people at arm's length Like when I see them and I haven't seen them in a while and they're like, oh, congrats on your (laughs) engagement. I'm like, oh yeah, whatever, whatever. (laughs) Don't get any ideas. I'm not (laughs) planning anything about a wedding. Don't make me rank you. It's a small service. (laughs) It is a weird part of the wedding. It's part that I don't look forward to in getting married. It's like, all right, you got married. Who are your top four friends in order? Let's start now and then your top 80 other friends and then cut off somebody. At a certain point, someone will have to get offended. Because then it even (laughs) comes down to like the seating placements. (laughs) Did you get the good table? This person got got the invite, but we're putting them in a corner. Right, exactly. So it's like, awesome. Congratulations on deciding to get married. Um. Rank everyone in your life. Top yeah. 200, starting from the number one, going all the way down. Don't forget you're going to have to tell your parents that they can't invite some of their <laughs> best friends. <laughs> oh, and your fiancé's parents. You have to tell them that they can't invite people because you want to bring this friend. Uh-huh. And then all the planning is like... Uh, I I sort of can't go to bat for anything that I want because uh, somebody else is paying for all of it. <laughs> so in theory, they should be making so the like, entire guest i want guest mini list. cheeseburgers. And they're like, we really want hot dogs. I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> You're the boss. You're the boss of me. Uh, or you can just spend your entire life savings on one party yourself. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's the price of a down payment. Yeah, would you rather have a house or an awesome wedding? A house. <laughs> But so many people kind of make that decision in the opposite way. The crazy thing is like looking at looking at like wedding albums uh and like after looking at how much certain venues cost like I looked at the White Hotel in Brooklyn and found out it's like a hundred thousand dollars yeah and then I see like these wedding albums of people at the White hotel and I'm like you guys are rich as hell yeah like holy shit you guys have a hundred K to burn. I guess a lot of the people that do do those expensive weddings be like, don't worry, we can also afford a fucking house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think a lot of people are choosing between like $100,000 wedding or $100,000 down payment. Right. But it's got to be, so. be some people that do that. I guess so. Like if you only have a little bit more than that. Uh, all right. Uh, that's it. We're out of time. Thanks for listening. Boom. Labor Day. Hopefully you're listening on Labor Day. <laughs> but if you waited a whole day, that's fine too. Um, we appreciate it. Thanks for writing in. If you have your own questions, it's ifireyoushow at gmail Your own theme songs—we're running low on theme songs. If you've been sitting on one, now's the time to send it in. Odds are we will listen to it. Odds are we will play it if it's good enough, of course. Like this one from Nikia Camp. This is a great song, but it was a little more low key, so I thought I would play it at the end of the episode. Love it, uh, Nik- Nikia, yeah, uh, has a SoundCloud. Uh, page Nikia Camp and a Facebook page Nikia Camp Music. Uh, so thanks, Nikia Camp. Thanks to Jordan Holmes for writing that opening diss track. We appreciate it, dude. You're the fucking man, man. <laughs> thanks, Marshall. Uh, and if you <laughs> have your own theme songs, the email address is all the same. If I were you show at gmail.com. Toda. We'll be back next week. Enjoy this holiday week day. Bye.
0: I've got some questions. i have got a problem, could you
1: please help me out? I've got a quandary and I think you might
0: be the ones to see me through. Cause Jake and you are gonna help you out. We've got all no, finished college, Well, not Jake, but it's another story. So just email them in
1: that fire. You show at gmail.com. They'll dedicate
0: their time to you